this is a really long show. So here's what we're going to do. Not saying you shouldn't give a long speech, but whoever gives the shortest speech tonight will go home with Johnny, tell them what they'll win. It's a brand new jet ski. Please in comfort in the 2018 Kawasaki Ultra 310LX, the number one choice for watercraft enthusiasts. Retail price, $17,999. Back to you, Jimmy. He got him an $1,800 jet ski? $18,000. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's a nice jet ski, then. Yeah, it is. Um, Did you see the end when the guy rode it out on the stage? No. Yes. Yeah, it was in a life jacket. Yeah. That's <laughs> life a, vest. That's a great idea. That was a pretty funny bit. Kimmel Hunt comes up with good ideas. Yeah, when he's not lecturing us. Yeah. Yeah. Stop it. Stop it. So my son turns eight Wednesday, but because his birthday is actually uh, his real birthday is in the middle of the week, he had his sleepover over the weekend. Eight, eight is a big one. Eight, you're closer to ten than you are to five. There's no disputing that. That's math. I told him, I said, the reason it's a big deal for me is I remember being eight. He's now to the ages that I, like, I remember being that age. Hmm. I remember my second grade teacher. I remember various things happening when I was eight. Yeah, yeah. I can kind of compare my life to his. The year I I changed schools. Me too. Maybe that's... Began my alienation. Maybe that's why I remember. It's because I started a new school Mm. in second grade. Uh, I also, on my eighth birthday, I, I was sick. I was either in the hospital or had chicken pox. I was sick twice on my birthday, but I remember that. So I was telling him, stop complaining. You can be sick like I was on my yard of birthday. But he had a sleepover over the weekend. A couple That's of friends such a came over. a bad thing to say. I love that. <laughs> he, uh, he had a couple of friends come over over the weekend. One, you should have your kids when you're younger because nobody has the energy to match three eight-year-olds and a six-year-old. No, certainly not at my age. Oh, that reminds me. We got this uh, postcard the other day, an actual postcard. It's addressed to Jackass Loser. <clears throat> Is that for me? Jack Armstrong, old men should not be fathering children. It w- I weakens the herd. Hmm. Hmm. There you go. That's some good writing. Well, I'm not like I'm not like Mick Jagger old. <laughs> Having your kids in your 40s is older than I think is a good idea, but just from a stamina standpoint, but it's not like Mick Jagger. How do you like getting lectured by someone who's semi-literate? <laughs> the only no offense, sir. No <laughs> offense. So they, we do all kinds of your normal stuff, right? Uh, they run around and play, and um, uh, I don't know, they're shooting things at each other and playing music in the room and doing all the stuff. And we, have, we have cake and blow out candles, and my wife got the hilarious candles that don't blow out when no! you blow out. Just, Yes. Oh, always a fun gag. The trick candles. <laughs> Love them. Oh, uh, yeah. So we do all that. Then they watch a movie. Um, both of his friends had seen Harry Potter, but Sam had not, and they, they were willing to watch it again. So they watched. He, Sam saw Harry Potter for the first time. You know, I know this is a trite, but the, the book is always so much better than the movie. Your mm. imagination is so much better than anything they can ever come up with. Isn't it? Even I, because yeah. I had just read Harry Potter. I loved the first movie, but... It's fine. I didn't watch it right after we I read had, it. Though. I, w- I had if I had not I, if I had not read the book, it wouldn't have been the phenomenon for me. Mm. The book was fantastic. Anywho, so they watched the movie. Really enjoy that. Eats lots of popcorn, and then and then get to bed. And um, the bedtime just uh, they just kept playing and playing and listening to music and playing cards. And somebody brought a deck of Would You Rather. I didn't know exactly know what these. Uh-huh. These cards are, and it was stuff like, would you rather eat a baked cow udder or a baked beaver tail? And then they would just laugh. <laughs> it's Cards Against Humanity for the prepubescent set. 
And uh, so finally, we had to get to bed, and it's getting later and later and later. It's like midnight, and we gotta got to quiet down in here. You can stay up late if you want to, because their goal was to stay up all night long, of course. Oh, boy. And um, and uh, got to quiet down in here so the rest of us can sleep, and I'm, uh, I have a small house, and all our rooms are in, right next to each other. And uh, it was kind of loud in there, so every about like 45 minutes, I'd go in there and say, wait, it's getting a little louder in here. we gotta, we got to quiet her down. And then around uh, like one thirty, I said, "How about we all get into bed and you can keep talking and stuff like that?" But uh, we gotta gotta start shutting her down here. Mm. And then uh, finally, I hear loud noise. It's it's two forty. I look at I look at my watch. It's two forty. Yeah, it right. is really late. It's enough. <laughs> I open the door. I go in there, and everybody is sound asleep. Sam and one of his friends have passed out in in uh, the bottom of the bunk bed. And I thought, I don't know how that's going to work. And uh, then the other friend is like over in the corner, just on a pile of clothes oh, and, a, and, a, and a stuffed bear. And falling asleep in and the just, midst of play. And falling asleep. Well, actually, I opened, I, I knocked on the door and I opened, hey, I said, hey, we got to, oh, geez, they're asleep. Right. So I covered them up with blankets because I didn't even have blankets over them. And then I, uh, I went back to bed and then hopefully, I think shortly thereafter, fell asleep. So then on the way back from the skateboard park yesterday... They said, hey, Dad, I got to tell you something. We weren't really asleep when you came in. We just pretended to be asleep. <laughs> and then when they said that, yes. okay, that makes perfectly good sense because it was pretty weird they fell asleep in the positions they were in. Yeah. We heard you knock on the door, so we just quickly laid down and right. shut our eyes. Right. And then, oh, my God, I've been tricked. For the first time, they've pulled one over on me. I mm. think for the first time. Who knows? But mm. And uh, the balance of power has shifted. And it's only the confession that has wised you up right. to your I would, failing. I would have never known. Right. And, um, Clearly and a mistake on their part. If they were really next. looking to take the throne, they wouldn't have let you know. Yeah, right. That's the next maneuver is, hey, we can fool him. We don't have to tell him. Hey, you know this guy? So who's... now they're smoking marijuana in the room and... Got ordered, chicks in there. Ordered hookers off the internet. Yeah. <laughs> this guy who's been bossing around, he couldn't even tell that we were fake asleep. Right, right. I've been listening to him my whole life. He's that easy to fool. Oh, my God. Next time he says, go to my room, I'm just going to fake it. You know, maybe... On the way to my room. (laughs) Maybe the confession was a pantsing. Maybe the confession was the usurping. Hey, by the way, we weren't even asleep last night, so please. Yeah. Oh, my. So... We don't even need to fool you anymore. So then they were up at 7, so they went to sleep around 3 and got up at 7. That's four hours. Of sleep, which is how much I got, which is not a lot. Mm-hmm. And we're super tired, and we went to the, the firehouse, all-you-can-eat pancake feed, then we go to the skateboard park and everything like that. Drop them off at home middle afternoon. And one of the parents then texts me that her son wears a Fitbit, and so she downloaded the Fitbit information, ah, yes. and it showed that he f- he went to sleep at 3 and got up at 7. Yeah. So they were awake at 2.40, and he went to sleep at 3 and got up at 7. So that's kind of interesting, but then he got the whole... Sh- just sending the kid over to the birthday party with a tracking device on him. <laughs> so you can keep... Well, it also shows here you're at the strip club at 11 o'clock. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, they called an Uber at midnight and went over to the gentleman's club. <laughs> Is this a new thing where you send your kid over to people's houses and you put a tracking device on them so you know exactly how much sleep they got or where they went? I, I, I've never <laughs> I don't even... think that was the point, but I wonder if that's going to be... I wonder if that. Uh, well, I would imagine that's a fu- the future. I've never conceived of a Fitbit on an eight-year-old. Yeah, I didn't even realize it could tell. Like, oh, yeah, this is when they went to sleep. A lot that's of the, lot of, the, lot of the kids have them. Really, I'm not exactly sure why, but a lot of huh. the kids have them. Sam really wants one. Probably for that, it's for monitoring safety, quote unquote. That's not why I the guess. kids want it. No, no, no. That's true. They, the kids want it because their friends have it. Yeah, uh, sure. that and that's reason enough. Yeah, absolutely reason enough. They like the track and how far they run or steps they take and that sort of stuff. They seem to be really into. But mm. I got to imagine that's very close to 
a reality for everybody. Kids come over to your house, and it's being monitored where you went. Boy, I see you guys didn't. You went to the subway, and it wasn't until 7 o'clock. I was kind of hoping he'd eat a little earlier than that. You know, that sort of thing. Sure, kids are a good idea to have a, a chip, essentially, in them or on them. And oldsters, certainly, just to keep them safe, it's a good idea. And in this dangerous world, the government probably ought to put them on all adults, just to make sure <laughs> that you're safe and that you're not breaking any laws. For streamlining purposes only. Exactly. It's just it makes us all right. safer. It's just gathering data for science and traffic and designing new laws. And identifying who among us is weakening the system. That is the that is where we're headed. We're all well. Any adult carries around a tracking device. It's called your smartphone mm-hmm. that the police can uh, figure out where you are at any time, and and whoever else hacks into that. Pretty soon, we're all going to be tracked all the time. What time we went to sleep? What time we got up? Where did we go? All that information is going to be out there. I don't know how it's going to be used, but maybe you fools are. I own a dozen iPhones that I leave in random locations around the metropolitan areas I move about. So the authorities never have any idea where I am. Very tricky. Oh, hey, Samsung money well spent on the Oxers last night. Ooh, that new phone of theirs is really impressive. It's supposed to be great. Yeah, yeah. I was really, I was knocked out. I started thinking thoughts. What's it called? The S9, is yeah, it? Yeah, that's something? funny because one of Sam's friends said to me, I got out my phone. He said, Ooh, is that the S9? I said, No, it's, just, it's an iPhone 7. It's <laughs> not even a particularly good iPhone. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. He then rolled his eyes and walked away. Ugh. Sam has got one friend who makes up stuff all the time. Mm. You ever known people like that? Yes. <laughs> and I, I, I asked Sam, I said, uh, he, uh, he, he, he says a lot of stuff that's not true, doesn't he? I mean, he just makes up stuff. He said, oh, yeah, all, practically everything he says. And I said, uh, how do you react to that? He said, I just let him say it. I mean, that I know it's not true. Wow, either heading for uh, jail or the Oscars. I said Someday. that. I said that's interesting. I've, I've no. I know a lot of kids do that, and they usually grow out of it. It's just a thing for whatever reason. There, you know. I don't know why why a person does it, but I, I knew lots of kids that did that when I was a, when I was a kid. And you just, I mean, you very quickly figure out that they make stuff up, right? Oh yeah, my uncle's got a blank, and we blanked, and you just say, yeah. "Oh no, really?" I mean, because you 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 know it's fake. You just yeah. you just you just adapt to it very quickly. Yeah, that's and, funny. That brings back memories. I hadn't thought about that for a long time, but yeah, I think I knew a couple of kids like that. Yeah, and I think they generally grow out of. But I've known a few adults like that. I've known a handful of adults like that, and you and you do the same thing. It's just oh yeah, hmm, interesting. Oh yeah, I went to Florida once and I'm blank, blank, and I think no, you didn't. I know wow, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. Wow, because they just make stuff up all the time. That's kooky. Yeah. Okay. It's no big deal. I just wondered. So, listen, if we want to do anything really, really serious, first it was gymnastics, then swimming. Ex-USA volleyball coach accused of raping six girls hundreds of times, according to a lawsuit. Wow. So, hmm. USA Gymnastics, USA Swimming, and now USA Volleyball. Yes, correct. Uh, at what point do we hear soccer? It's got to happen, right? I would imagine. Yeah. Plus two profiles recently of two school shooters with very, very different takes on how they feel about what they did. And where that leaves us, I do not know. Well, i got to really get on my game now that my son is under the belief that he can trick me. Mm. I'm going to need to, I really got to stay sharp. Balls to my feet, head on a swivel. Does he uh, refer to you as old simple dad? <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. nation.
An athlete's been speaking out a lot this year. They've been kneeling during the anthem, refusing to go to the White House, but a lot of professional athletes are worried about speaking out and might hurt their career. Well, here's something that contradicts all of that. Me. I've been saying whatever the hell I want for 30 years, and I'm doing great. I'm hosting SNL for the fourth time for, for no reason. Other than Lauren Michael just wanted somebody to talk to about Black Panther. Charles Barkley is one of a kind. Yes, he is. And gets paid accordingly. Yeah. I feel obligated to share my single favorite quote of his when he was on the Dream Team, the the first ever Dream Team in the Olympics, and their first opponent was, I believe it was Angola. And uh, somebody asked him, so what do you know about Angola? And he said, well, I don't know much about Angola, but they in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Old Chuck Barkley. Uh, So, hey, Positive Sean, as long as you opened your monitor, did you predict who was going to win the best picture? No, I thought Uh, Friday. I I I was barely paying attention. I had Get Out as the, I thought they were going to win it, um, Ah. mainly because I was just trying to go against chalk. Um, I was trying to nail an upset pick, but oh, I see. But uh, yeah, the, the Shape of Water was was very much the the most nominated film, and and okay. clearly a favorite. Yeah, on I don't like. I said earlier, I don't like imagery. I like things to be exactly what they are at all times. No, metaphor is uh, no like metaphor. On you. To me, right. metaphor is like well. <laughs> <laughs> to you, a, to you, a, a fish man yeah. is just a fish man. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So uh, anyway, I'll be uh, watching those movies eventually. I saw uh, Lady Bird over the weekend. Did you? Love yeah. Lady Bird. That was my favorite movie of the year. Yeah, it was, it. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, it's a quirky girl from a quirky family quirkily quirking her way through Sacramento. <laughs> Um, quirkily quirking her way. It was. Uh, it That's was accurate. Uh, uh, it was charming, charming. Although I wanted to punch the mom in the face. But anyway, more on that. Uh, never. Did you only not <clears throat> watch movies when your kids were young because there's no time, which yeah. is a lot of it. But mm-hmm. because it's not just that for me. That's a lot of it. I also just, unless it's just going to be a flat out comedy. Yeah. I don't need any emotion at all. Nope. At the end of a day, I, I got, needed no drama. I right. certainly needed no tragedy. I got a plenty with my own life. Yeah. I, the last thing I need is to interject a little of somebody else's problems right. <laughs> into my life at all. Flat out comedy, I might watch, but no, nothing that's going to jerk at any part of my emotional strings. And listen, I say this as a guy who likes movies. I like the theater. I like books. I like art. I didn't need anybody to like take an hour and 45 minutes put on a drama to show me meaning or or what life's about or unearth any truths for me i was drowning in truths Mm -hmm. i was trying to get through the truths and get to bed yeah yeah, so exactly plenty of truths all day long yeah and uh gosh i don't know how much time i want to spend on this truth just because i don't know i just it's so such a downer but the story needs to be told um your headline is ex-USA volleyball coach accused of raping six girls hundreds of times. Oh, lawsuit God, alleges dang it. La- death freaking penalty. Former USA volleyball coach Rick Butler accused of sexually abusing no fewer than six underage teenage girls while his wife, Hillary, this is going to sound familiar to you, while his wife attempted to silence the victims. Former USA volleyball coach Rick Butler accused of well, founded sports performance volleyball. Your husband gets accused of one. I could see you believe in him and uh, and and trying to protect him. He gets accused a couple of times. You got to take a look at your husband. Come on now. 
He founded a sports club based in Aurora, Illinois, in the Chicago area, named in a lawsuit filed Tuesday that he used his position to abuse the underage girls in the 80s. Butler, who is considered one of the most powerful coaches in youth volleyball, is also accused of impregnating one of his victims. Oh, my God. 72-page complaint. Claims Butler raped one of the girls in his apartment, then made her leave his home through the window. Before practices, he would shove his hands down her pants. Oh, my. I can't read the rest of it. He told her that any time during practice... Oh, I can't read that either. Um... The lawsuit highlighted one incident when one of the victims asked Butler why he was fondling her and kissing her. He allegedly said, because I can. The lawsuit also alleges Butler raped the victims in a train to Germany, the weight room, his car, and his apartment. Accused of forcing the girls to watch porn so they could learn. His wife, Cheryl, is accused of attempting to silence the victims' claims against her husband. Nice. The lawsuit stated Cheryl Butler blasted the victims on Facebook. God, what is wrong with you? She actually didn't believe him, I suppose, believed her husband, because she's got some sort of, I'm guessing, weird relationship. I don't know. The plaintiffs say they have persistently intimidated and attempted to discredit the few of his victims brave enough to come forward by exerting emotional and psychological control over them. Um, Now, this Butler guy claims first came to light in 1995. He was expelled from USA Volleyball, but allowed to return five years later. Well, that's now, not expelled oh, at all. Wow. Now, in January of this year, so 18 years after he was let back in, USA Volleyball announced they banned Butler for life uh, due to the allegations, et cetera, et cetera. The lawsuit also noted Butler has a special relationship with, can anybody guess, Michigan State University. Butler has never been charged with a crime. But his accuser said the relevant statute of limitations had expired before they came forward. I would like well, to charge him with a rhino. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No kidding. No kidding. Good solid beat down. That's unbelievable. It is. You know what? We screwed up. We screwed up. It was poor planning. And I blame Hanson. But. <laughs> me too. We Good, Sean. Good. You're with me. Who's with me? When we talked to that uh, uh, Jancy, the the fabulous woman who was uh, sexually abused as an Olympic hopeful swimmer, she wanted to go on to talk about how to help parents protect their kids. We didn't know she wanted to talk about that. We ran out of time. we got to have her on again. Let's have her on again. To talk about that, because I want to know. Yes. Because I don't want to avoid youth sports my whole life. That's the key. Obviously, it's, it's in a lot of places. Yeah. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, it's DACA Day in D.C., and it's a DIY wedding trend that is really trending this season. I'll uh, get into those coming up minutes from now. Armstrong and Getty. DIY weddings. I like it. Yes. Yeah, it sounds like a good move. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Sam's friends brought to the birthday party a whoopee cushion, which which my six-year-old had never heard. I thought he was going to die. I was afraid he wouldn't be able to breathe. Oh, he was laughing so hard at that. God, just eyes teared up laughing. Oh, I remember it myself. I remember that moment, me as a young lad, one that you never had, apparently. No, because I don't think flatulence is funny. It's hard not part funny. primary. There is it's, nothing not funny about flatulence. It's disgusting. Every aspect of it is hilarious. And they set it off in the In-N-Out yesterday. 
And they were laughing so hard that they had done that. And they're saying, our first public prank. And they were high-fiving each other. Yes! Oh, my God, they were thrilled. (laughs) Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, we've got the early ratings for the Academy Awards telecast last night. You want to hear them? Let's do it. All right. The ratings prove declining viewership. The L.A. Times reports the number's down 16% from last year. Oof, and it was down, of course, last year from the year before. And this year could be an all-time low. The national ratings are not going to be released until later today. Now, the Times says... Positive, Sean. Could you stream it if you wanted to? I don't believe so, no. No? Okay. All right. Well, the Times cites overwhelming programming options and the prevalence of online streaming as possible reasons for so the low ratings. If you have smart TV packages, there's probably a way, but I don't think you could have just directly gone to a website. Okay, so I'm, I just, I'm, I'm trying to be fair. My hallmark yeah. is fair. Yeah, I'm right? trying to come up with a lot of reasons why it's not just freaking unwatchable at this point. Well, right. Series, I, I mentioned this earlier today. If you weren't here, where were you? You got to listen to the whole show every single day. Anyway, <laughs> I love the art form. I like some of the people involved in filmmaking and writing, and I like creative people, but I don't need them to lecture me about politics any more than I want my dentist to lecture me about monetary policy or the carpenter who comes over to fix my house. Lecture me on the U.S. relations with the Netherlands. Why would I want that? You know, you get up there and talk about um, how you got started or what it means to you or how you came up with the idea or something like that. I, I'm, I'm super into that. I'm riveted. But the your opinion on Trump or immigration, F you. I, I not only don't want to hear it, I'm offended that you think I want to hear it. Well, right. And you've got like a kindergartner's understanding of the issues, too. I'm sorry to be hurtful. So if somebody, if one of the actors were to get up and, and tell me, uh, Guillermo del Toro, who won for uh, Best Director, Best Picture right. for the, the Sexing Up a Fish movie. Uh, if somebody had said, here's why he's such a wonderful director to work with, I'd have been totally into that. Look, you're creative artists. Talk to me about your art. President Trump's deadline on DACA is here, and Congress has yet to come up with a replacement. While the program to protect illegals brought here as children is instead still being tied up in the legal system. There's going to be a big march and rally in D.C. today to uh, try and get Congress moving on DACA. All the talk about DACA and about guns, and it's a possibility that nothing happens. That's, that's something. Right. By the way, back to the Oscars. Wall Street Journal broke this down on why the uh, ratings might be going down over the years. From 1983 to 2005, which for me personally would probably be the golden era of me taking in the Oscars, Every Best Picture winner was among the 25 highest-grossing releases during the year, oftentimes among the top two. Your Titanics, your Forrest Gumps, your Rain Men, your Terms of Endearment, some of the biggest movies in the country that the most people saw. That string was broken in 2006 when Crash won Best Picture, and it was seen as such a, wow, this movie that nobody's seen or even heard of won. But now Mm -hmm. it's like the thing. Practically every movie nominated is a movie that most people haven't seen. And that movie is also wildly regarded as one of the biggest misses that they got in in Oscars, too. Mm. But regardless, it went from being regularly awarding pictures that moviegoers have seen to the opposite. That obviously could have an impact on how many people tune in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lady Bird's a very small film. Quirky, interesting. I really enjoyed it. Although, Sean, I know you've seen it, too. I was really surprised, uh, this uh, kind of spoiler alert, but I was really surprised by the bear attack. 
because <laughs> I've spent a, a lot of time in Sacramento, California, and they almost never have bear attacks. Almost so, never, and rarely that brutal. Right, right. But the fact that she was able to come back and, and achieve her, her goal as a, a boxing champion after the bear attack was, uh, well, it was inspiring. I've read about how gruesome it is. They said that it makes yeah. the Revenant look like Blue's Clues. Oh, yeah. I, t- I had to turn my head. Yeah, anyway. It turns out that was just a test case for the stuff that they were going to use. They wanted to see how far they could push it with the Revenant. So, anyway, go see the movie. It's really good. <laughs> turns out that do-it-yourself wedding bands are becoming a growing trend. More and more people are making their own rather than buying them from a store. Well, that'd be kind of a fun craft you know, project. Too. I, I've got a jewelry store. It gives me a discount because I'm a nice guy and on the radio. So, nice. I, you know, I appreciate that. Can I that, get me some bling there? <laughs> It, it would be so smart for people to decide, you know, why are we giving this much money to somebody for this when we could just, you know, get one for a dollar or make one for nothing? Why are we doing this? Well, or, or are they like why crafting put, it out of gold? Why gold? don't we make a down payment on our house or mm-hmm. put it all in a college fund for our soon-to-be kids or something? Quick update, police searching for suspended Oakland Raiders linebacker Alden Smith, who is suspected of domestic violence. San Francisco police say Smith left the Bay Area home at 8.30 Saturday night after somebody called police to report a domestic violence uh, uh, incident. Now TMZ Sports is reporting that Smith has entered a rehab facility. Uh. A website reporting Smith's girlfriend and his parents convinced him to seek treatment for a substance abuse problem. How many shots at rehab is that for old Alden? Quite a few. He might need that. It's also the modern way to get the press off your back. And to get to go into hiding and not have to answer any questions. Yeah, right. And plus, it's a sign that he's trying. Listen, he has a right. serious problem. He has a disease. He's going to rehab. Yeah. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips in the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Incredibly. Oh, sorry, Squawky. Go ahead. You never let the bald eagle squawk. I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm to sorry. me, that's like kneeling during the national anthem. <laughs> wow. Oh, lack of respect for the country. Joe's against freedom. Exactly. Are you against yes. freedom? I was waiting yes. for the heckling yes. to pick up some yes. steam. There you yeah. go, Marshall. Well played. <laughs> uh, Alden Smith, incredibly gifted guy, great athlete, could not put down the sauce, cannot put down the sauce. Hmm. And apparently he's, uh, he's on to other uh, substances, perhaps. I don't know. Maybe he's still drinking. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, I think we finally figured out the most puke-worthy clip from the Oscars. I was telling Sean it was the wrong person who said it, so that, uh, well, it didn't help him find it. <laughs> so, anyway, we'll uh, play that for you if you enjoy puking. Didn't make it easier to find. I understand. <laughs> Plus, if you want it, you were talking about the cheesecake murder? Yeah. Attempt uh, on Friday? Got another case of virtually the same thing. Uh, evidently, it's a popular idea. We haven't even... greedy, murderous numbskulls. We haven't, ta- haven't talked about the Oscar for best costume design. Phantom Thread, really? You thought that was the best costume design? That was the guy who won the jet ski. He oh, really? gave like a 25-second yeah. speech. It was awesome. Nobody God. knows who I am or cares about this category. So good night, everybody. So I'm watching the movie. Ski. So let's wrap this up. <laughs> Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
lot of mess with people complaining about athletes. We can do a lot more than dribble. I'm a broadcaster. I wrote a book. I even got my own wine. That's true. It's called CB Vineyards. It's the only Chardonnay that pairs great with a sausage biscuit. <laughs> hey, now, he's a fat guy. Charles, oh. Charles Barkley hosting Saturday Night Live. Chuck Barkley. Fat! How about that cold open? Many hilarious jokes about the response to the school shooting. It was interesting. Yeah, and you know what? It didn't even strike me. I didn't even think, oh my God, should we be joking about this? It just, it's such a thing now. The jokes were about Trump. Right. The president. Donald Trump from the TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was about his reaction to the school shooting and whether he'd run in and save people and the rest of it. We got some clips of that, I guess. But I promised the most puke-worthy clip from the Oscars. Uh, this is, uh, what are the names of these two uh, homo sapiens? Uh, Lupita Nyong'o and Kumal Nanjiani. Congratulations. I didn't know. I don't know if you said those right, but it's nice effort. Yeah, you faked it well anyway. Uh, let's hear what they had to say. I'm from Kenya. And I'm from... Pla- <laughs> Kenya's in the house. <laughs> and I am from Pakistan and Iowa. Two places... Two places that nobody in Hollywood can find on a map. So far, so good. And like everyone in this room, and everyone watching at home, we are dreamers. We grew up dreaming of one day working in the movies. Dreams are the foundation of Hollywood, and dreams are the foundation of America. And so... To all the dreamers out there, we stand with you. Screen that shorted out. Now I have no television. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah, but you know what dreams are not? They're not the basis of immigration policy. So congratulations for your virtue signaling. Everybody in the audience, I'm glad you had a good yell and a good hoot and the rest of it. But what the hell would you suggest the actual policy is? Well, all I know is that no human being's illegal. Nope, nope, nope. That's a greeting card. All I know is that dreamers should dream dreamily. No, sorry, that's not a grown-up thing to say. <laughs> dream dreamily. All I know is that kids should be able to dream. Nope, sorry, again, back to the kids' table. How many people from where with what skills? I'm open-minded to have a conversation, but you oh, yeah. got to have a policy, and then you have to stick to it. And if you want everyone from everywhere, anytime, come to the adult table, say that's your point of view, and defend it. All I know is that I'd rather build bridges than walls. And everybody cheers like the wisdom of Solomon has been laid upon them. Are you serious? God, the little cat hanging from the branch that says, hang in there, thinks your analysis is unsophisticated. Simplistic. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Save it. Oh, my yeah. God. It, it is the sort of thing that, um, like, if a, a, a sophomore in high school said it at their awards banquet, I would think, oh, okay, you know, she's 15. Right, you'd roll your eyes, but think, all but right. grown-ups saying it to other grown-ups would cheer. I, I don't understand what that is. Yeah. So uh, we mentioned last week the uh, the you know just a, just a quick quick point out of a pointing outing of a thingy <laughs> the term dreamer one of the meanings of it is someone unmoored to reality someone who can't get their act together because they can't deal with adult responsibilities okay that's dreamer means that too true. 
Okay. Some people say I'm a dreamer. That's like an insult. But I'm not the only one. Right. Yeah. Dreamer. Um, you know you are a dreamer. Super s- Tramp, 1970-something or other. So we mentioned last week the new dictator of China did away with the Constitution where you're only allowed to serve however many terms. Now he's going to be the leader for life. So he's basically a dictator. Yep. Over the weekend, Trump made a joke at some gathering. He said, hey, we ought to give that a shot someday. <laughs> Some people are horrified by that. They say he's laying the groundwork to uh, take over as a dictator. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Because because everybody's going to let that happen. S- similar to the conversation yeah. earlier. I I don't know. Are we grown ups or not? We we don't have a system where you could even possibly. He'd be impeached tomorrow if he if he if he tried to do that or whatever. But everybody, anyway. both houses, the entire judicial system, his own cabinet, and his wife right. would prevent that. So uh, that aside, people out, just like to be scared. I guess. I don't know. Uh, they point out in the Washington Post about Xi, President Xi of China, who's it's not getting that much attention. People don't understand what China is, I guess. Xi has shown a flair for authoritarianism in other ways, too. Under his leadership, China has purged thousands of political opponents, strangled civil society, and established a 21st century surveillance state. Mm-hmm. As we've talked about before, with the goal of everybody surveilled all the time. That's their goal in China. With a with a guy now who's going to stay in power forever. And they said, what do you, it shows a flair for totalitarianism? Yeah. You know, that's funny. That was uh, what my fourth grade report card said. Joe shows a real flair for totalitarianism, <laughs> but needs to work on his handwriting, his penmanship. He's practically a budding Kim Jong-un. Or, or Chairman Mao, certainly. And uh, you know, doesn't get that much attention for some reason. You know, uh, speaking of foreign policy, do you mind if I go off on a foreign policy thing? I, I found it really interesting that uh, the U.S. Uh, Carl Vincent, which is the most powerful warship ever dreamed of on Earth, is aircraft carrier. Uh, aircraft carrier. Yep, and is uh, is uh, visiting Vietnam right now. Um, was it and at Hanoi or in one of their big harbors? It's an official visit. A hey, how you doing? We're buddies, aren't we, buddies? Yeah, we're buddies. With Vietnam, which shows that, you know, after war there can be healing. It also shows how desperate everybody in the region is to resist Chinese domination. The Vietnamese, who are allegedly friends with China, have said, listen, y'all, they are stealing up all of our islands, declaring them theirs, militarizing them. They're bullying us in the seas. You know, so to dovetail in your point, I mean, it's gotten to the point where Vietnam is is saying, "Hey, bring over your super warship." It was actually our idea, from what I understand. But they they said, "Yeah, please come over. We need to make a statement." Uh, China. We got some text. China. A little slack in there, Mister President. We got some texts on the popularity of urban chicken people. Ah, yes. Well, they aren't chicken people. Silicon (laughs) Valley people spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on having the best chickens. People who want to have chickens. I had to clean chicken coops as a kid. Chicken S is the worst. Oh yeah, I agree. I've I've cleaned lots of animals, and and chicken is the worst. So it's you're you and the chickens will do that. I don't care what how sort of fancy breed you get. They'll it, poo. Yeah, they will have a output. Yes, and you're gonna have hogs to deal with it. Hogs are pretty bad too, aren't they? Oh, I I clean up a hog pen before yeah. a chicken coop any day of the week. The voice of authority, there, folks. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's true. <laughs> yeah, uh, horses are half pleasant. Oh yeah, that's no big deal at all. Yeah. Or cattle, really. Yeah. Cow um, pie, please. Hey, don't knock the chicken thing. I'm now doing a part-time gig as a chicken consultant in the Central Valley. Go get them. I was just on Farmer Fred's show. That's a radio show dedicated to like agricultural stuff. 
People need big he- time help with their fancy chickens. So there you go, chicken consultant. Hey, dude, if, if you are the guy separating a sucker from his dollar, I congratulate you. Or, you know, people, I don't mind people raising chickens and they don't know much about it. That's perfectly fine. It's people who spend tens of thousands of dollars to out-exotic each other in Silicon Valley to show who has got the biggest wingus. I mean, come on now. Why did the libertarian chicken cross the road? None of your business. Am I being detained? (laughs) (laughs) One of my faves. (laughs) That's beautiful. If you get the award-winning fourth hour of the Armstrong and Getty Show, we're going to talk about the election they had in Italy. Similar to us, similar to Great Britain, similar to France. They're just throwing everything up in the air. Yep. Everybody's sick of the old way of doing things. Sweeping the wild. For some reason, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.